but I do work with females, so I'm a female fitness trainer. I focus on female health, the female body, um, being pre and postnatal certified and going through that process to really understand how childbirth impacts the female body. Welcome to Plant-Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya. Trina Jones is a female fitness trainer, life coach, podcaster, and founder of Pretty Motivated. She created Pretty Motivated in 2014 to empower women by helping them to achieve more balance in their lives from the inside out. She currently coaches women on and offline to find the right balance for their physical and mental health. Let's meet Trina Jones. Welcome Trina to the plant-based DFW podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. And actually, I'm excited to have you on the show. Let's start by getting to know your brand Pretty Motivated. How did that come about? Yeah, long story short, I, I'll try to do that. Is uh, I basically started out, um, you know, originally like my my degree is in broadcasting, so being in the podcast world is like me doing a full three sixty. But after I um, graduated with that degree, I I really was disenchanted, I guess, with what broadcast really meant from a lot of the mentors that I was working with and everything. And at the time, like um, my final semester in college, I had really gotten enthusiastic and like just went down the rabbit hole with makeup and pulling up those books on how to do it and so I became a makeup artist a freelance makeup artist and in that process met so many amazing women and did weddings and worked and did some fashion shows and things like that and what I noticed the most was whether you know the lady in front of me was a model or whether she was a mother of the bride. Uh, there was this moment where she would look in the mirror after her makeup was done and go like, you know, it's this affirmation moment of like, yeah, I am gorgeous. You know, I right. do good. And I just saw like, okay, well, if I can help people do this and feel confident by, you know, changing their external, then how could I translate that if I wanted to work as a coach and help people, especially specifically women, uncover that on a, a deeper level. How do these two worlds, you know, like how do they mesh together? How do they make sense together? I really didn't want to stop being a makeup artist. And so I thought, well, how can I make it make sense together? And it just came to me of like, well, pretty, because, you know, that's all the outside stuff. But mm -hmm. then you got to be like motivated to like get to the next level in your life or get some breakthroughs or break through some personal, you know, challenges and things like that. And so I was like, oh, pretty motivated. And I actually sat on it for a really long time because I, I really didn't know what to do with it. And when I finally launched, you know, um, that's that's pretty much kind of the alignment of the brand and then fitness has kind of worked its way in there too. <laughs> I love it. It's a, such an inspiration for women in general because I saw on your website when you were describing the joy that you receive as a makeup artist, as a former photographer, I can identify oh, with. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Good lighting and good, the right angle just changes the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to your personal journey, are there other people that inspired you? Oh my God, <laughs> I would be here for like uh, way too long if I, I listed everyone. But, you know, obviously Oprah, my mom and I were so like super into Oprah. You know, my mom bought the, the secret and we watched that. And so I feel like, you know, 
this path kind of started very early on. My mom buying me Ianla Van Zandt's book when I was like a teenager. All of these little seeds that were being planted, you know, as I was kind of evolving into, you know, whoever it is that I'm actually still on the journey of becoming. People like Gabrielle Bernstein, Marie Forleo, and some of those people are my inspiration for how they set a pathway in this world of, you know, personal development and self-care and just kind of learning how to find that balance within and, and find your inner strength. You basically attract based on your um, on your frame of thought and how you're feeling at the moment. You attract certain things into your life and people too. Absolutely. Huh. See, we attracted each other. Are you um, still a makeup artist? The makeup I have... You know, it's one of those things that I feel like I've graduated from. I always say to this, you know, it's like I'm not a makeup artist until the right person calls. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if a girlfriend is like, hey, can you do my makeup for something? I'm in a, you know, I'm in a tough sitch and I really need you. Then I'm going to show up and I'm going to, you know, I, I can't bear to like walk away from my brushes and any of that. So I still have it. I still have my makeup chair. I still have that because my, I think my spirit is just like deeply attached to those things. Or, you know, Oprah, Oprah calls me like <laughs> I am pulling those brushes out. Like, <laughs> like I am a makeup artist for Oprah. Oh, Trust me. On your YouTube channel, you have several videos on personal development, on fitness, on cooking healthy meals. How did it evolve to all of that? Yeah. And, you know, again, it's one of those things where I think I listen to a lot of entrepreneurs and it's kind of like you create the thing that you wish existed for yourself. And for me, I noticed that in the personal development world, um, you know, there weren't a lot of people that were... And there still aren't actually that many. There are a few, but there aren't that many young, especially not African-American and female um, women in the space. That was kind of like the first step. Um, but then it was also my personal journey of how I was moving through these challenges, initially going to, you know, Tony Robbins event and that being such a amazing transformative experience but then thinking okay now the homework you know it's like you go you go to school you get the degree and now you got to get a job and so um going through that process and realizing how foods play a part of your mental health how they play a part of your mood and how a lot of these packaged and processed foods although they may be quick and super convenient they're not really good for us in the long term and so i started reading books on you know how to boost your mood through food and I just started seeing this massive connection between eating leafy greens and having a high you know a high good fat diet and how those things were connected to having a lot of happiness and so I just kind of went down the rabbit hole of like this transformation and then fitness became a part of it because I was going to this really intense boot camp here in Dallas. Jay's shout out to Jay's boot camp. Uh, it is amazing. So if you have a chance to go, definitely go. It is at like the wee hours of the morning. And when I was going through that process, I understood how that was connected to also to mood and to also having that physical fitness helps with your mental fitness. And I was just like, I want to be able to tell other people how 
amazing food and fitness are and how that can change your life. Can you give us a title of one of those books that inspired you or kind of awaken you to understanding that foods actually can affect mood? Um, Eat to Live by Joel Furman. It just it just all started to make sense. And so once I started putting these things into practice, that's when I started seeing the personal benefits and kind of becoming like a super enthusiast, you know, like this really is a game changer. That's kind of where it started. And I mean, you know, Google is like our best friend. So I'm always encouraging people to like find out for yourself, you know, find that book, that that cover, that book, that intro that pulls you in, that gravitates and resonates with you so that you can go find the information yourself. Because if they're hearing it from you, they're hearing it from Dr. Riz, but they need to be able to go on that journey for themselves, you know? Right. Well, I get it. I mean, during our own personal um, paths, we tend to run into a lot of materials and we touch on this, we touch on that. So I'm the same way. I sort of go through books. I want to mention, have you ever heard of Crazy Sexy Cancer? Oh, yes. Chris Carr? Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I should have definitely mentioned her in, uh, you know, people that I kind of uh, am inspired by. Because, again, you know, her personal journey to finding out, being diagnosed with something that a lot of us consider a death sentence and her doing the research, doing her due diligence and finding her own way through that is just, it's inspirational. But then it also goes back to, hey, food, it let food be thy medicine, you know? Uh-huh. I really like the story in the documentary. Yeah, I align with a lot of those those people. And the fact that you even thought of her as I'm telling my story has got me feeling like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom played a big role. Does she go with you to any of these conferences or read some of the materials you read? We uh, we called ourselves Thelma and Louise. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Fully Raw Christina. Yes, yes. Yes, but my mom actually took me to one of her events as like a birthday gift. So wow. we went to Houston and we attended uh, one of her events. And it's so interesting because uh, before I did become a vegan, um, I went vegan in 2015. And before I went vegan, I did raw vegan for about 90 days. And it was amazing, but it was also I wasn't thoroughly and adequately equipped for the calorie intake that I needed to do to replace the fact that I was eating differently. And so uh, for me, it was just kind of like I did it and I loved it. And I think doing a raw detox is always something good. And I always try to do it at least like once, if not twice a year. But now um, with being vegan, it was like that opportunity for me to still have cooked foods, still do food prep that I felt comfortable with, but definitely giving up, you know, animal protein and animal products. I tried the raw raw till four also. And <laughs> needless to say, I mean, but I had a lot of fruit flies at one time in my home because I had so much fruit on the counter. Uh -huh, it was kind of uh -huh. funny. It's like, you know, it's those small things that they don't tell you in this change and these transitions that it's like you have to grocery shop differently because I don't know about you guys, but that's a huge transition when you're eating more natural, organic, whole foods you have to make those trips to the grocery store a lot more often and then you don't buy in bulk as much because you don't want things to spoil or go to waste well let's talk about how you now meal prep 
How hard was it for you to transition to plant-based meals? And what tip would you recommend for people who are getting started on that? Yeah, so, okay, so meal prep first. I would love to sit and say that I do amazing meal prep. I don't. I don't. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't. I, um... I am such a creative in the kitchen and it's like you just never know what I'm going to get inspired to make. So I do a lot of like, oh, I have this, but I need to go to the grocery store to get these two things so I can make this great recipe. And it's really something that I'm trying to work on. Like my husband is like, we really need to work on meal prep. And I keep shaking my head. Yes, but it never actually happens. So um, that's an area that I got to work on. But in terms of the the total transition, um, it actually wasn't super hard um, because what I the diet that I was eating before I did the raw food um, is I was doing like just chicken and fish. So I had kind of gotten down to just kind of like chicken and then being like a pescatarian with poultry, right? Mm-hmm. And um, but then when I made the transition to go vegan um, because I had come from doing raw for 90 days. I actually felt like I was like living it up. Like I had just upgraded my life, right? Um, Because I had way more choices and I could cook and do things like that. But the thing that I always tell, you know, my clients and anyone who asks me about transitioning is I always say, go slow. I know that may not be, you know, like the way of like the vegan world and the go hard people that, that are really big on it but I feel like if someone is truly about you know making a long-term change in their life they want to make sure that they're doing it right they want to make sure that they've checked with their doctor gotten all kinds of you know blood tests and different things like that done and um, that they're fully aware of what they need to do but also for for just from a practical standpoint you want to find out what are your replacements for the things that you're going to crave. So for me, um, I didn't think that I'd be able to walk away from cheese. Like I was that girl who was like, oh, we need to order appetizers, mozzarella sticks, please. (laughs) (laughs) And so I thought that, you know, that was going to be one of the hard things for me. But then when I embraced, you know, the cheese alternatives and really got into like making my own cashew cheese, which that is on the YouTube channel, shameless plug. All right. <laughs> I will make a note of that. <laughs> right? Uh, once I got into understanding that alternative, I didn't feel as like I was, you know, I didn't have that um, thing that I felt like I was missing or FOMO, as you would say. Like, I knew that, okay, well, I can just make some cashew cheese, throw it on a little veggie burrito, and call it a day, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So I always tell people to find, find, you know, find your alternatives, know what you're going to miss. If you're going to miss ice cream, then find a good, you know, almond ice cream or, you know, whatever. I There's so many plant-based, um, p- plant-based ice creams out there now, but um, just find alternatives for what you like so that you don't have those moments where maybe you cheat and then you feel like oh I fail because that's a huge part of why people fail with weight loss I'm sure you know this Mm -hmm. it's why people fail with weight loss it's why people fail with any kind of lifestyle transitions is because we kind of set ourselves up for these unrealistic expectations on how we're just gonna you know knock the ball out of the park and go cold turkey and then that first time you revert 
and you take that, you, you, you smoke that cigarette, you bite that burger, you do that thing, then you just throw in the towel on it because you feel like you failed. And so I feel like making it a slower transition and allowing yourself to have some of those things along the way and just gradually moving into a more plant-based diet allows you to embrace it and have it as a long-term change versus just like this kind of thing that you tried and you didn't really make headway on. So what you're really saying, it, um, your plan or your approach is actually very sustainable. You're telling people to basically um, be aware what they preferably, um, the kind of flavors that and things that they crave to kind of prepare for that, maybe learn some recipes and then have those available at home rather than the regular snacks or foods that are not so good for us. And I like that approach of kind of adding things to the diet rather than completely making it, like you said, an overnight change because many people can't stay on some such a strict diet. And so if you give up too much of your, if you give up uh, everything that you love right away, your taste buds are still not craving the healthier foods. So you kind of have to transition. I believe in adding, adding a few dishes here and there, getting to know new flavors, uh, trying new um, fruits and vegetables when you're grocery shopping. At least I've always been that way. It's like, I've seen that. I don't, I've never tried it. Let me have some of that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. I love the fact that it's like about adding and it's not about sacrificing or losing something. It's about gaining something. So let's talk about the videos that you have on your channel, uh, the cooking ones specifically. So you like to collaborate with other ladies and bring them on and cook recipes. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I mean, I am always down for a good collabo. Um, but yeah, so what I do is, I mean, I just find people or people find me that are interested in, you know, the same thing. We're kind of in a shared space. Um, we resonate on the same path a lot like you and I did. And then it's just like, hey, so I, I think there's one video that I think you might be referencing, which is like a sex smoothie <laughs> for a yeah, so it's like for, for better sex. And so basically, you know, um, people can definitely go on and see it, but it's it's incorporating, you know, things that are going to keep your sex organs, um, the a lot of blood flow down there, right? Because that's, that's what that is. That's what gets you going everywhere you got to go. Um, so, so being able to do things where you're, you're clearing up the arteries or foods that support cardiovascular health that are incorporated in the smoothie that really help with that. And again, it helps to get the, the juices, <laughs> for lack of a better term, going. What are some of those ingredients? And will this work for females and males as well? Are we talking about both? Yeah, so this is so it's anyone who basically has blood flowing through their body. So male and female. Yeah, absolutely. And your fitness portion of it. Do you have uh, clients that you coach through fitness or you just basically do the videos on your channel? So I do. I'm glad you asked. So I do. I have um, a handful of face-to-face -face clients that I actually work with here in Dallas, and I am, uh, you know, accepting new clients. We do go through an assessment process to make sure that your goals are realistic and that I can help you attain them and to make sure, you know, that I'm the right fit for you because it's not just about me. It's also about you and your comfort level, but I do work with females, so I'm a female fitness trainer. I focus on female health, the female body, um, being 
pre and postnatal certified and going through that process to really understand how childbirth impacts the female body because I think that's something that's often left out of the conversation. Um, but then, yes, I also have online training as well, and I'm actually gearing up for a 14-day challenge that will begin in December um, so that they'll have access through the app to actually work out with me, do videos, have a, access to the community, and all of that good stuff. So that's actually something that I'm super excited about, super also anxious about because <laughs> because it's coming so fast, and I'm like, there's so many little uh, little ends to tie up. But yeah, so I'm yeah. glad. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about your 14 day challenge because it is coming up. And how can people join? Do they have to do anything before they join? Is this on Facebook? So it's actually a combination. So thanks for asking. So um, they can join through the website. So you would go to prettymotivated.com to actually register. You would get an email uh, with a workbook. And so it's going to kind of set you up and outline everything. There's nothing that you need to do necessarily besides get your mind right. And be committed, right? Yeah, you definitely want to like get your mind right and let your spouse know, hey, this is about to go. This is about to happen in the next for the next 14 days. Right. But you know, that's pretty much it. You register there on the website. You're going to be provided everything via email. There is a private Facebook group that all the ladies will have access to um, where they'll be able to have that supportive community where they can, you know, talk through what they're going through, how they're sticking to the challenge. There's a prize as well um so they will have the ability to qualify for that prize and all the rules and everything will be listed within but the biggest thing is just kind of that jump start and the reason that i'm doing it you know right before the holidays is and you know kind of a little bit before the new year even begins is because why not go into the new year a new you already right mm -hmm. that's really and i know the holidays are also kind of like a really stressful time for some people families coming in they're trying to shop budgets and all of these things that are going on and so it's also a good way to kind of balance out the mood by having that movement early in the day or at the end of the evening or whenever it's convenient for you you can do it on your phone so even if you have to travel for work as long as you have your phone with you you can continue with the challenge you can keep engage, engaging with the group on Facebook so that's really kind of what why I'm doing it you know so not at the beginning of the year but right before it I mean the idea of coming into the new year like you said dressed in the cute little black dress or silver or whatever people choose to wear they'll feel clean and healthy and strong and um, what is the name of your Facebook group is it also pretty motivated yeah, so the Facebook group, it is private, so you will have to request and you'll have to be like going through the challenge, but it's a pretty motivated vanity to sanity. Um, so the first workout that we've created is uh, vanity to sanity, and it's basically a 20 minute, like get her done, hot, sweaty, let's do this kind of thing. Right. But one of the other things that's also available to them in the app is yoga as well. So if someone wants a more low impact, but they do want to move, they do want to get started, and they just need to kind of ease and flow into it, then there's yoga available as well. Because one of the things that's um, about females, and I'm really trying to find a way to incorporate this in, in the work that I do and training with my clients is you know, women, our bodies are different. You know, it doesn't mean that we're not as strong as guys are. I actually think we're stronger. <laughs> you know, that's my feminist flag, like waving here. <laughs> 
But one of the things is that we, um, you know, um, our, our bodies and, and aligning with our cycles, you know, so if, if you're still going through your menstrual cycle, your moon cycle, and being able to understand that those first two weeks before your actual cycle, your estrogen levels are higher and you're able to work out and do these more intense workouts and things like that. But as you get into the later two weeks of your cycle, you kind of slow down, you have a little bit more fatigue, but if you still want to move, then that's what the yoga is there for. The yoga is there for that part, that part of the month where you're feeling a little a little less energized you may have a little bit more feet fatigue you may even have some mood issues going on and the yoga is there to support you through that part of your cycle oh I like that and you've mentioned an app is this your app it is it is it is so obviously I'm doing it through like a platform but yes it is my app you're with me it's all wow. my movements my videos my training yeah congratulations that's wonderful that you can do that and so the program entails the fitness portion and also nutrition I'm assuming yes so they okay. will get exclusive access to plant-based recipes and again you know what I always want to tell people is a lot like what you said this isn't saying that if you join the 14-day challenge, you've got to be a vegan for 14 days and then hopefully you join, you know, you start waving <laughs> your flag in the air and wearing the t-shirts, but it is an opportunity for you to maybe learn some plant-based recipes that you can share with your family and you can have your meatless Mondays and it can taste really great and amazing, you know, so it's just about, again, being able to add some recipes to your repertoire that just happen to be plant-based. Oh, well, I like that. It seems like a complete program um, that what woman would not want to be, want to be part of this challenge, especially when it, there's the support aspect of it. Do you have any speaking engagements coming up? We're working on building up the calendar for 2020. So, you know, stay tuned. Look at, <laughs> find me on social media, you know. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but um, I have in the past, I actually did a woman's, uh, woman's empowerment event not too long ago. But as we move into 2020, I'm definitely going to open it up to start speaking more. It actually sounds more like you're building your foundation right now that will give you opportunities for speaking engagements in the future. Future. Man, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I got to make sure that it's strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if you're ever interested in giving a talk um, to our group, we're very much, um, it, you probably know this, but we're very much into lifestyle medicine. And lifestyle medicine is a combination of prescribing healthier foods, like more plant foods, um, having exercise, um, ass medicine, as well as building community. One of the things that I've been wanting to do is two separate things, men's health. So have a speaker come in that addresses specifically men's health so that the talk, because I feel like we're lacking in that community, um, in that area, and also women in general, because I think one of the things that holds many women back from hitting the gym or going, you know, just being involved physically is that they feel a little intimidated or maybe are too self-conscious to be around other more fit people or men because you have the motivational aspect, but you also have the fitness and the understanding that nutrition plays a role. It's kind of being well-rounded in a sense. I would love to come and support the group in any way that I could add some value. Absolutely. Yes, yes we can talk about that for 2020. So let me ask you, speaking of the positivity and the coaching that you do, I checked out one of your videos, Build Your Tribe. 
I like the message about paying attention to the vibe that we're giving off. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, we're so hyper-focused on the messages and the body language and the nonverbal cues that we're super over-analyzing, especially as ladies. We're just, we're overthinkers. you know what I mean? How am I coming off energetically? Manage your own energy. And I do that through meditation, obviously fitness. I'm hyper self-aware, sometimes probably too self-aware. Sometimes I just want to hit the mute button on self-awareness, but you know, I, I really am and hyper aware of how I'm, how I'm showing up in, in the case of other people. And so as you kind of are moving through life, you want to be able to say, how am I coming into this room? Where is my energy level at? You know, one of the things that a lot of people hate is networking. And I've been in that space too, where it's like, you know, I don't want to go to this networking event. I know I need to meet some people, whether I'm in corporate America or I'm building my clientele. I know that I need to be in this space. But that whole idea of like ice breaking the conversation, hey, my name is Trina and walking up to someone. I've been in situations where it's like, nah, I'd rather just chill here and take notes and and see who gravitates to me, you know? And, and right. so being able to get in that space where you're not consumed by your insecurities, you're not consumed by the thought of potential rejection, and that you're more interested in people and that you have, you know, already done the work before you left the house to do the meditation and put yourself in a beautiful headspace and maybe even giving yourself a little pep talk on the drive over and then getting into that space and saying, you know, I'm here to meet the people who, who need me and who I need. Even in meeting you and Dr. Riz, I was like, I like their energy. And I just matched vibrationally in terms of, you know, hey, how are you? Oh, you've got something going on. Okay, well, let me see how we can collaborate. You know, I'm here for you. You're here for me. And let's go from there. And there was no fear. There weren't any insecurities about, oh, my God, I'm talking to a doctor. I mean, I'm married to one, so that might help me a little bit. But you've mentioned your husband. So how does he support you in all your work and with his background in medicine as well? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting and we are, we are learning, you know, we've, um, we're, we've been married, um, not quite two years yet. So next year will be our two year anniversary in April. And, um, we are learning how to work and complement each other. And, um, we're also learning how to find mentors for our working partnership together, um, because he's a chiropractor. And so obviously, you know, it's kind of like a no brainer that it makes sense. Like, oh, a chiropractor and a fitness trainer. <laughs> like, <laughs> how perfect is that? You know, mm -hmm. um, but it, we've had our challenges with um, trying to figure out how to support each other, you know, because when your partner is critiquing you, it feels different. You know, mm -hmm. it feels different than your business manager or a public relations person um, telling you what you should and shouldn't do. You're like, you love me. You should like everything I do. And it just doesn't always happen like that. And so what we're doing now is um, he has a business as well, online platform. It's called Back in Action Dallas. 
Mm-hmm. And so if anybody wants to book with him, I am being a good wife and putting that out there. <laughs> oh, but you can definitely um, uh, book with him. But he's also building an online community as well. And having um, his is focused on sports recovery. And so what we're trying to do is we are, in terms of working together, is to find where those two roads collide and where they complement each other. Um, and right now, we're just supporting each other, making crossover appearances on each other's social media. Media, but mostly behind the scenes support, you know, where I'm supporting him, where my skill sets are best used, which is like communication, social media, content creation. And he's supporting me by helping me out with like a lot of expertise. I literally told him, I was like, I'm a doctor, right? <laughs> I am officially like, I'm an unofficial, official doctor for sure. So, you know, just having someone when I was going through my fitness exam and he's like helping me. Uh, understand muscles and you know different connections in the body and we're always you know that's kind of like our our pillow talk our bedroom banter is a lot of times about the body and business and so you know we have to learn how to hit the off button sometimes but but it's fun it's also very fun you know I just recently interviewed a a chiropractor in San Diego I love it. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law lives in San Diego. so oh, Look at that. They are actually pretty well trained in nutrition. I think they receive more training than regular medical doctors. Absolutely, yes. they do. So let's talk about your podcasting. So because this is like making for full circle in, in terms of what you originally studied and what you're doing now with your own podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 um, I'm so happy that I found a way to embrace something that I love on my own terms and I just I love that the internet has just made that so capable for us that we can go straight to our audience straight to our tribe and find our people and say hey this is what I'm doing (laughs) you know um but yes, yeah, so the podcast uh, this past season, which uh, there's a good amount of like, I think it's over 20 episodes. Um, it is more mindset focused and it is definitely for, you know, the ambitious go-getting woman, the bosses of the world who mm-hmm. are trying to figure it out, who may be burning the candles at both ends, who are super ambitious and still want to have their family lives, still want to have fun with their friends. And that is who the podcast is for and I really just created it because well one I just want to have fun with the microphone <laughs> like, like let's let's be honest I just want to get back on the mic uh, but, <laughs> put but, some of that training into practice right exactly exactly um but you know but it's also um I really wanted to be able to um talk a bit more about the mindset part of things because with doing the fitness and even sharing the vegan recipes um I felt like like that part of the brand had been overshadowed. And so I just wanted an opportunity to kind of just talk to people, not have to have like super duper production behind it and really be able to put out quality content on a more consistent basis. I mean, that's exactly what I like about podcasts is you have control over the way that you're represented and your message. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Well, uh, Trina, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience? Just, you know, if you're curious and you are at that point where you do want a little bit additional support and you feel like I've said some 
something that resonates with you, then definitely pop over to the website, which is prettymotivated.com and, you know, reach out to me, get on the 14-day challenge that's coming up and, you know, um, definitely feel free to email me like Trina at prettymotivated.com. Okay. And your podcast, is it also called Pretty Motivated? My podcast is going to, you can find it there, but it's also, it's um, Pretty Motivated, Finding the Balance, and it is on pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast. It's on Himalaya, it's on Apple, it's on Spotify, it is literally, it's on Google Play, uh, Stitcher. Well, I'm really excited about what 2020 will look like for you. I can't wait to see. And I hope to collaborate (laughs) with you again. So yeah, just keep me posted. I would love to be a part of the community and see how I can contribute. Definitely. Well, Trina, I want to thank you so much for this time um, and for sharing all these wonderful tips and raising our vibration because you're wonderful at doing that. Thank you again for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. Been listening to the Plant Based DFW podcast show. If you like our content, please like, share, and leave a review. We wouldn't mind a five star review. Our goal is to provide quality episodes to help support the community.